twilight, these sisters discuss the paranormal and the unnerving. They are known as the Parasisters. Hi guys, welcome to the Parasisters show. I am Tristan. And I am Rebecca. Hi. And today... We are going to talk about the Whaley House in San Diego, California. Ooh, the Whaley House. Uh, this is, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty known. It's pretty known. Um, but like I was explaining to you, um, this one just kept drawing me back to it. I don't know why. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool house. I would really enjoy actually going here. Um, some, some very famous people actually have gone here and experienced things themselves so i have heard of this house like vaguely somewhere sometime i don't know when or why but maybe as you're talking about it i will remember because i don't at this point so yeah hopefully i actually had heard the name but i didn't know anything about it until i started really reading about it yeah um it's a pretty cool place though and uh, i have tons of pictures to send you awesome yeah those will be up throughout the video most likely so make sure you watch the whole thing yeah Yeah. so i'm gonna start it out with a quote this quote was i was reading an article about the whaley house and the quote was at the beginning of the house and i was like it like it it touched me in a way you know what i mean interesting yeah it says there are some human beings who are dimly aware of their own deaths yet have chosen to stay on in what used to be their homes to be close to surroundings they once held dear. Mm. And Hans Holzer said that. Interesting. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Kind of, it is profound in so, a way. It, it is profound, you know, and I'm like, maybe yeah. that's what they are doing. Maybe they're just choosing to stay in the place that they know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So... Um, the Whaley House was built in 1857 by Thomas Whaley, of course. It was built in a Greek uh, revival style. So it has, like, columns. Columns, like, okay. Columns in the- I was just going to say it yeah. does have columns. <laughs> Those Greeks it and does columns. columns. Yeah. Um, the two-story house was actually designed by Thomas Whaley himself. Oh, interesting. He designed this whole house, yeah. Um, construction began on May 6, 1856. Uh, and it was completed in 1857. Um, the cost of the house was more than $10,000 in 1857 and 56. Wow. And I did a conversion for you because I know how much you love conversions. <laughs> I do love a good um, conversion. At, yes, in 2020, uh, that house at 10000 then would have cost them $332,187. That's actually, it's weird because yeah. like when you do that, like it, Especially with today's market, like, that doesn't sound like it's that much money <laughs> to build, like, a mansion. Because I'm assuming it's a mansion, right? So, It actually is not a mansion. It's mm-hmm. not totally huge. But at that time, um, so it was made from bricks mm-hmm. that the Whaley's Brickyard actually produced. Mm-hmm. So he used his own bricks. Yeah, and that, and that house was the first of its kind in San Diego. All the rest of them had been made out of wood. and So it was the first brick house in San Diego. Interesting. Um, and when uh, when he was building this house, uh, Thomas Whaley said, My new house, when completed, will be the most handsomest, most comfortable, and convenient place in town, in town or within 150 miles of here. So, I mean, it was grand, but it wasn't huge. Right. It was comfortable. It was homey. It was a grand house. Aww. And it is said that the Whaley House was the finest house in all of San Diego at the time. Oh, interesting. So, right. So, this is the house where Thomas and his family, you know, lived. Um, the part of the house, or the part of the house, the part of town that the house is in is called Old San Diego okay. or Old Town. Gotcha. So it's the oldest part of San Diego. I see. Um, at various times, this house also housed uh, Whaley's General Store, San Diego's uh, second courthouse, and the first commercial theater 
in San Diego. I mean, so it's big enough to have a commercial theater. Yeah, that's crazy, right? So, like, um, it's not tidy. Not the population of San Diego. No, it's not tiny, but it's not what you would think it might be. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, this house has more history than any other building in San Diego. That we'll talk about that later. Ooh, I love history. So I look back. Okay, so uh, Thomas Whaley was uh, Scots Irish. He was of Scots Irish origin. Um, he was born on October fifth, eighteen twenty-three, in New York City, the seventh child in a family of ten. Wow, which is a shitload of kids. That's so many freaking kids. Um, I feel bad for his mom. For real, right? Yeah, they didn't even have the the good stuff um, back then either. Oh, I mean, they gave you a little bit of chloroform. Yeah, and like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they drugged you up in different ways back then. So, <laughs> right. Uh, so Thomas Whaley took over his father's successful business um, relations, and then he left uh, New York City on January first, eighteen forty-nine, to travel to San Francisco uh, during the California Gold Rush, where he engaged in business during the California Gold Rush. But he wasn't a miner himself; he just had dealings with miners and right. You know, um, so in uh, September of 1851, he decides he's going to go and check out San Diego. So he goes to San Diego in September. Um, so he pretty much stays in San Diego for those for two years. Uh, he, he goes back to New York and marries Anna Eloise uh, Delune, which I think it's more pronounced closer to Delaney, but it's not Delaney. Oh, interesting. Exactly. Okay. So on August 14th, we get married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Anna and Thomas get married on August 14th, 1853. Uh, together, they go back to San Diego. Um, and uh, they arrived in December of 1853. Um, so they're just like Irvin, you know. They're moved, you know, hanging out. They're house, of course, you know. So on August twenty second, chilling. Yeah, he's doing his business, and we're having a shit ton of kids also. So. Oh lord! Okay. On August twenty second, eighteen fifty seven. Yeah. So and of course now it's known as the Whaley House. Um, Thomas and Anna have six children. They have Francis Hilton. Sorry. Francis Hinton on December 28th of 54. Uh, Thomas Whaley Jr. was born on November 5th of 60. Are both their children named Thomas? Violet Eloise was born such a... No, they have one child named Thomas. Their oldest son is named francis oh francis i don't know why he was actually named and i heard thomas i was like (laughs) okay sorry yeah francis was their first son thomas was their second and then they have anna amelia uh i skipped the whole line that was great um so anna amelia was born hey ringold who was born November 5th of 1860. And then, of course, Violet Eloise. Uh, Corinne Lillian. And uh, she was born on September 4th of 64. So all six of the kids are born relatively close to each other. Within 10 years, all six kids were born. What? Uh, Like I said before, nurse. What? Six kids in ten years? That's insane. Six Six kids in ten years, yeah. That's but too many, man. Um, unfortunately I know. Well, unfortunately after eighteen months of life, uh Thomas Whaley Junior suffered from scarlet fever and passed away. Mm, that's awesome. Um and this is uh, I know, January twenty ninth of eighteen fifty eight he dies. Um, that's the first death in the house. That's the little baby. 
Um, so shortly after Basic Comic dies, uh, they have a fire. They lose their store in a fire. So this, like, they've had kind of really, like, a bad year this year. Yeah. Um, so they that they're going to move to San, San Francisco. So uh, Thomas and Anna moved to San Francisco. Uh, they turn all their affairs of Whaley House, the stores, the businesses, and San Diego. They turn um, it over to um, a, a man that he knew. He was an agent of Will's to oversee his business dealings in San Diego. Um, so they move to San Francisco. He gets some stuff going in San Fran, you know. Uh, he does pretty well, and he takes some of his new capital, and he buys up a whole bunch of merchandise. Oh. And heads back to San Diego. So, at this point, um, he's gonna he fixes old Whaley House, and him and his family move back in on December 12, nineteen sixty eight. So oh. they've been gone for nine years at this point. So nine years later, they move back to Whaley House. Oh, yeah. Um, on January fifth, eighteen eighty two. So nothing really happens in between, like in twenty years almost. You know, it's like, right. um, what would that be? You know, so from 1868 to 1882, nothing really happens. The kids grow up, they're, you know, doing their thing. He's making a killing in the business, you know. Right. And uh, Violet, um, in 1882, Violet and Anna and Amelia Whaley are both married on the same day in old San Diego. That's weird. <laughs> so, Violet. Aries, George T. It well, I guess it is. They're they're really close in age. Yeah, that's um, true. I guess so. They both, you know, had their. They were being courted, and they're like, you know, how how cool would it be to, you know, marry, marry get married on the same day? Right. Okay. 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 Um. So Violet marries. Yeah. So Violet marries uh, George T. Uh. Berto Lachi. So yeah, Berto Lachi. I had to have a pronounce and I just remembered how it's <laughs> I hate that. So George T. Berto Lachi wed her first cousin, which is, to me is really freaking weird. Gross as uh, John T. Whaley. Uh, of... I know, me too. Uh, John T. Whaley. He's the son of Thomas Whaley's brother, um, Henry Hurst Whaley. Ugh. Which who names their kid her by the way? Henry Hurst. These people are weird. Yeah. They have weird ass name. Um so two weeks into Violet's marriage, as the couple was traveling back east on their honeymoon, uh she woke up one morning and her husband's just gone. Where'd he go? Well, come to find out he's an artist. He's a car uh, we don't know. We don't know. Did he take he her money? Care. No, he didn't take her money. I think he so he was a con artist. And as they finally, uh, like they later learned, um, and had only married her because he thought that he was going to get a substantial dowry for marrying her. And he didn't get it. So two weeks into the, their honeymoon, he takes off. That's terrible. At least, I mean, at least he married her, so she's not ruined necessarily. But well, that's terrible. Come to find out, due to the restrictive morals and society standards of the time period, um, Violent was essentially shunned by polite society upon returning home. Not only without her husband, but she was unchaperoned for returning home. Something proper, ladies, you just didn't do that. He did not return anywhere or go anywhere without a chaperone. Right. So they shunned her and they treated her like shit because her husband was a douchebag which she had nothing to do with. Right. So um, a year later, around a year later, approximately a year later, Violet and George's divorce was finalized. Um, but Violet never recovered. She never recovered from the public humiliation and betrayal and suffered from really bad depression. Aww. So, 
um, August, yeah, on August 18th, 1885. Uh, she's 22 years old. She commits suicide by shooting herself in the gun no. from a 32 caliber gun. Yes, and her and and her suicide note was so sad. It says, "Mad from life's history, cliff to death's mystery. Glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world." Oh, that makes me really sad. It's very sad. I became very emotional. I know. Super sad. So, and then like the the badness keeps. I know, and the badness keeps coming. So, because Corinne Lillian was engaged at the time of her sister's death, but her fiance broke off broke off the engagement due to the scandal that the suicide raised. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? It's like the worst thing ever. So Thomas Whaley, I know it's so sad. So Thomas Whaley, after all these tragic events, who decides that who he's going to build a new house? In San Diego, so he builds a single-story home for his family at 933 State Street in downtown San Diego. Now, they still own Whaley House, um, and this is when uh, it sits dec- it sits uh, vacant for two decades, 20 years. So the Whaley House sits vacant. Uh, they don't have anything in it. Um, so, you know, he spends the next two decades of his life in his new house. On December 14th, 1890, Thomas Whaley dies. Um, it does not show or say how he dies. We, I'm assuming that it was just probably racked up to old age. Right. Because I couldn't find his obituary or anything like that. I mean, because in 1890, he is pretty old, you know. Yeah. For the time, he was like 65, I think he was. Yeah, that's pretty um, Maybe 70, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because he was born in, like, 1835. Oh, okay. Or is No, maybe he was only 55. I'm sorry, I have to go back up now and see, because now I'm curious when he was born. 1823, I'm sorry. So, yeah, he was pretty dang old. Yeah, okay. He was almost 70. Yeah. So, he moved, they move into this house. He dies. Um... And uh, the so the Whaley House wallet sits in uh, a vacancy state. It falls into disrepair. Um, but Francis Whaley, the first son, in late 1909, decides, hey, I'm going to restore this building. And he turned the home into a tourist attraction, which is pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Where he posts signs promoting his historical relevance. Um, sorry. And he entertains um, visitors with his guitar. So he like sits in the house and sings and plays the guitar and tells everybody how it is, you know. Yeah. So uh, in 1912, everybody moves back into the house. Uh, Anna Whaley, Thomas's widow, uh, Corrine, Lillian, Francis, George, um, they all move back into the Whaley house where they stay there for quite some time um uh on february 24th 1913 a year after they moved back in um anna dies at the age of 80 so and then a year later so this is all in the whaley house so so far we have only thomas whaley is the only person who did not die in this house so far so we have baby thomas we have anna whaley we have violet whaley um, now we have Francis Whaley who also dies in the house and then in 1828 George Whaley dies in the house and then Corinne is um, the only one that lives in here and so she continued residency until her death in 1953 so pretty much almost his whole family dies in this house that's crazy it's very yeah it's very creepy and it's really sad, actually. Huh. But I got they really love this house, yeah. Yeah. Um so a few houses in this house are as historically important as the Whaley House. In addition to being the Whaley home, it housed a granary, the county courthouse, uh San Diego's first commercial theater, like I stated before. 
um, various businesses, including Thomas Whaley's own general store. It had a ballroom, a billiard hall. It was a school. Uh, they used it for a polling place. Um, uh, they they had so many things happen in this place. Um, also, also, <laughs> before it became, before Thomas Whaley bought this place, um, they held, they had hangings on the property. What? It, they used it as the gallows. The property held the gall- gallows for oh San Diego. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I know. So the before the house was constructed, they had uh, yeah gallows there. <laughs> so there's so much, and there's a lot of mystery. People. Oh gosh. Yeah, no telling how many. Yeah, um, it could be thousands even. Right, and according to Travel Channel, this is America's most haunted house. Or, I'm sorry, Travel Channel's America's Most Haunted. This house is the number one most haunted house in the United States. Ooh, I want to go here. Can you stay there? Is it a, is it a inn? No, it's a museum. We can go there. We can go there and we can walk around and, you know, uh, numerous sightings of phenomena have been reported since this place opened as a museum of 1960. But, but... Um, the earliest documented case, and this was actually by Thomas Whaley himself, um, he believed that it was a man named Yankee Jim, James Robinson, uh, was actually hanged there, and Thomas Whaley witnessed this hanging. Um, so Yankee Jim gets hung in, 19, in 1852. This is before Thomas buys the property. And he's like, it doesn't even bother me that all these people died here. I'm going to build my house right here anyway because I really like it. I bet he got you know, the land a... for super cheap. <laughs> that's oh, that's he why he didn't care. He's like, <laughs> he's like I this, paid 50 cents for this. this. Yeah, this was $5 and uh, I don't care. <laughs> so um, they actually, uh, so they had the gallows set up, right? And so they actually put you in the back of a wagon to hang you yeah okay. and then they just take off with the wagon right um it yeah so this the site of where he was hung was where the house is now the local newspaper recorded of um of yankee jim's hanging that he kept his feet in the wagon as long as possible but was finally pulled off he swung Whoa. back and forth like a pendulum until he strangled to death Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was very, very horrific. Um, so it says that although that Thomas Whaley had been a specter at the execution, like he so said he watched the execution, mm-hmm. he did not let it stop him from buying the property a few years later That's and building weird. the home. Um, and it says that according to the San Diego Union, which I'm assuming was a newspaper at the time, or a newspaper now, I'm not sure. Uh, soon after the couple and their children moved in, they heard heavy footsteps. Um, they heard um, that sounded like boots. Um, they heard things moving. Um, they would have things move in the house. Uh, and they concluded that they believed it was Yankee Jim. But then, you know, of course, can, you never it know. Can really right. It could be anybody, right? It could be anybody. Right. Um, another source states that Lillian Whaley, the Whaley's youngest daughter who lived in the house until 1853, or I'm sorry, 1953, had been convinced that the ghost of Yankee Jim haunted the old house. A visitor to the museum in 1962 mentioned that, uh, the ghost had driven her family from their visit there more than 60 years earlier. So somebody in their family was actually chased out. What? Uh, by the noises yeah and it says that her mother was so unnerved by the phantom walking noises and the windows would unlatch and fly up by themselves like and un- so they're like Screw this shit i'm out like oh. yeah unlatch and oh fly my up. gosh yeah, and she's like screw this shit i'm out, I'm out. yeah for reals um <laughs> um many visitors report actually seeing thomas whaley himself 
which is pretty cool, I guess. It's kind of weird it, since like, he didn't but, die there. Right, but that's why I put the quote in at the beginning because you go right, to it's where his, your it home was is. his house, and they kept coming back right. there no matter what. So it's like right, and nobody says that when you die a specific place that you have to stay there. That's true. I would not think. No, that's. I think that's true. Yeah. So, um, so many people have seen Thomas Whaley himself. Uh, uh, June Reading, former, or Redding, I'm sorry. I can't read, obviously. <laughs> Joan Redding, for, as she was a former curator of the museum, said, um, quote, we had a little girl, perhaps five or six years old, who waved to a man she said was standing in the parlor. We couldn't see him. But often, children's sensitivity is greater than adults. So they That's actually true. had a, like, girl waving to a man, like, waving, like, hey, dog, you dude. Oh, that guy. Oh, just that guy no over guy. there. Yeah, he's over there. He's hanging out. Yeah, they're, they're assuming that it was Mr. Whaley, because she wasn't afraid or anything like that. Oh, right. Yeah. And he was a really good guy. He wasn't a bad guy. He didn't, there wasn't a lot of con- controversy surrounding him. Um... It was really fair in all his business dealings. He had, and he had a lot of businesses. Um, so, uh, many adults have reported seeing the apparition on Mr. Wheatley. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually on the upper landing, uh, one said that he was clad in a frock coat and pantaloons, uh, but the face was turned away from her, so she couldn't make out the face completely. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. That would freak the hell out of me. Yeah. I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah, I'd be like, okay. Or I would chase. <laughs> or I would ghost chase and try to find where the hell. Went. So I One would be, I would be really curious if I ran up there really quick, if I could like see, <laughs> see it again. See or somebody walking. Yeah, exactly. Like. Right. Yeah. You never know. Um, so the. The ghost of Anna Whaley has also been seen. Uh, usually in the downstairs room, downstairs rooms are in the garden. And uh, 1964, somebody, uh, oh, this is fun. I just read the rest of it. In 1964, uh, Regis Philbin was staying at the Whaley house. And he actually said that he saw that a drifting spirit appeared to him, and it was of uh, Mrs. Whaley. Yeah, and he said, all of a sudden, I noticed something on the wall. There was something filming white. It looked like an apparition of some kind. I got so excited, I couldn't restrain myself. <laughs> it sounds like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like- I flipped on the flashlight and nothing was there but a portrait of Anne Whaley, the long dead mistress of the house. What? Yeah, Regis Philbin. Yeah, the late Regis Philbin. Uh, yeah, I love Regis. Rest in peace, Regis. Me too. I know. Um. So other visitors have described seeing or sensing a presence of a woman in the courtroom. Uh, one visitor said. I saw a small figure of a woman who had a swarthy complexion. So I'm like reddish, I guess. She was wearing a long full skirt reaching the floor. Uh, the skirt appeared to be a calico or gingham and small prints. She had a some she had a kind of a cap on her head, dark hair and eyes, and she was wearing gold hoops in her pierced ears. Ooh. This is a very detailed. Yeah, that's really like. Of yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she seems to stay in this room, lives here, I gather. Lives here, I gather. Um, so, like, that is an amazing description because most people are like, oh, she was just wearing a dress. And so, this apparition, if it really was an apparition, was an extremely defined apparition yeah it took a lot of energy to manifest but like that that's strong yeah but none of the whaleys fit this description i have pictures of the whaleys oh. and i'm gonna send those to you and none of them fit this description. now were there ever- yeah but the house had been rented mm, that's 
That's right. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask if there are ever women hanged at the thing, I wonder. <laughs> so you don't hear a lot of women Oh, I I don't know, because they didn't, yeah, they didn't make it a practice of killing women um, for capital punishment. Like, that's that's a pretty yeah. new yeah. thing, you know, <laughs> for women actually get capital punishment. They would just lock them away for their whole lives. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but the house had been used and multiple tenants had lived there. It was used as like a rental for a lot of years. Right. So perhaps the mystery woman is one of those people who had lived there at one point or another mm-hmm. because it had been used as a rental, which would be really sad to me because it's so old the building is so old you know what i mean although if you you wanted to rent me a house like that i'd be like okay yeah i'd be like all right (laughs) let's do it i wouldn't mind Mm -mm. i wouldn't at all and uh so another i i i don't know i don't really know like i'm like i i I like to think that i would be super excited to do something like that (laughs) but then i'm like "Ah, i don't know because i kind of like to sleep so yeah i like to not be like terrified out of my wits that's true yeah <laughs> yeah so i don't know maybe rent it for a day and ghost hunt it yeah <laughs> yes exactly so um another presence is of a young girl this is reported by visitors and uh actually the people who work at the museum the the, the docents Right. Who actually take you on their tours and stuff like that. Um, this little girl can be found in the dining room. Mm-hmm. That's where they mostly see her, is in the dining room. Uh, uh, they brought in a psychic during the 1960s, and um, the psychic encountered the spirit of the little girl. It, and she said it was a long-haired girl. She was very quick, you know, in a longest dress. She went to the table in the room and I went to the chair. Um, And that's all it says that she said about the girl. Uh, But there is an urban legend surrounding the Whaley house that there was a little girl of the Whaley children who accidentally broke her neck on a low hanging clothesline in the backyard whose name was Heather was either Annabelle or Carrie Washburn. What? Um, but there are no historic records of this girl or the, even the Washburn family existing in San Diego at the time. Oh, interesting. So they don't know where an urban legend. Yeah, because there, no, there was no record of any child dying that way at the Whaley House. Right. Um, but records can be covered up, especially if you don't want any bad publicity surrounding a place, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, Thomas Whaley was a very prominent person in this town. So, I mean, we don't know. I mean, really, somebody could have died, but there was no record of the family at all even being in San Diego at this time. So, interesting. Interesting. um, They think that maybe it was started by an employee who worked at Whaley House in an effort to add to the house mystique, you know? Which, really, if you just. I don't either. Like, don't, don't fake me. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't like that. I mean, because really all anybody has to do is read the history of this property in this house. Right. Right. And they would know that a lot of people died here. It was used for the gallows, you know? Right. And there's not an exact record of how many people died there. And it was like the Wild West. So, like, literally, you could just piss off the sheriff, and he's like, that's it, take him to the gallows. He's going. They're not going to keep a record of that. He's going. I'm done. I'm done with this dumbass. Get up. That's it. That's nice. So, um, yeah. So, they think that, that somebody had, somebody had made up the story because nobody even existed at that of that name. Um, unless they killed the whole family, too. I mean, who knows? It was the Wild West. Who the hell? Um, so even, uh, even animals are not left out of these spooky occurrences going on. Um, a parapsychologist reported, yeah, it is a ghost dog. (laughs) I knew it. Um, 
Yes. So even animals are seen here. Um, a parapsychologist reported that he saw a spotted dog, um, like a fox terrier, which I'm not exactly sure what that is because they no longer exist like they did back then. Most dogs actually don't look like anything like their oh, yeah, ancestors. Yeah. That's true. Um, so he saw this dog running down the hall, his ears flapping and going to the dining room. Oh, cute. Uh, the, yeah, and he said the dog was an apparition. Yeah, so, so Right. I can imagine there's not dogs just running loose in the museum. So. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, and the Whaley's did own a terrier named Dolly Varden. Oh, cute. I, yeah, so they actually had a little dog, little terrier dog Aww. named Dolly. Yeah. So, as of today, the way the house stands silently, uh, watching over San Diego Avenue in the old town, um, as it has done for a century and, and a half. So, it's been there for 150 years. That's crazy. This house is so old, yeah. And it, it looks, it's really nice on the inside, and yeah. they did a really good job. And they do a really good job to keep it up. Um, I appreciate And every that. day, they have visitors yeah me too because i appreciate history so much and mm-hmm. you need to keep your historical places um you need to keep them up and you need to keep them relevant because you know right nobody would even know about this house if nobody had kept it up well right it would have just fallen um, into disrepair right right and it would just crumbled slowly crumbled you know uh, everyday visitors come from around the world to tour this historic museum. So they actually get visitors from all the world because it is a very popular place. A lot of people have known about it. Right. Um, it contains so much history within its walls that even a non-believer would enjoy a tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, for believers and skeptics alike, this high, this house draws them back time and time again. Um in search of elusive ghosts, <laughs> which uh, there's actually a ton of pictures online of ghost pictures that people have taken of apparitions and stuff. Yes. And they're very cool. I love it when I there's know. pictures. You hardly uh, ever see pictures, like, ever. I know. I know. Because everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's haunted. But I didn't think never to take a picture. going on in it. Listen, if I'm in a haunted place, right, my right. my phone is always going to be in my hand like this. <laughs> Ready for a picture. For real. That's Seriously. I mean, I'm going to have a video camera probably yeah, going. Camera like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to catch something if there's something. Seriously. Get my GoPro going on. Yes, yeah. exactly. That thing will be strapped to my action. head. Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Because you want to catch it. That's the one thing you want to do. Yeah. You want to catch it. I want to go back ghost. and look at my video and say, dang, I got a ghost picture. I know. Uh, Regis Philbin once said, you know a lot of people, like, look, his exact quote is, you know a lot of people poo-poo it because they can't see it. But there was something going on in that house. I love Regis. So Regis Philbin was a believer. Me too. But, yeah, so this house has so much sad history. And I know, it's terrible. The daughter a, that killed herself. Does, Ugh. I know, that is, like, one of the saddest ones. And the, the little Thomas baby who died of scarlet fever. Yeah, that's and awful. everybody, pretty much the whole family, except for the man who built the house, died in this house. That is crazy to think about. Like, that's seven people... And one family yes. all lost their lives there. I know. And then, like, it was kind of, like, the house almost seemed cursed, you know? Which is actually weird, because I'm assuming that all the living children got married at some point, right? So. I don't know. I mean, I would assume so. Right, even the, bo- the boys. The one... I mean. Well, like, okay, so the, the girl who married her cousin, I don't think she died in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think her and her husband had moved away. Um, so. Still, though. Yeah. It's a lot of. Right, and when it's like a whole family, I think more emotions are involved almost. Like, Of course, yeah. And, and emotions can draw 
spirits, you know. And, it, I mean, you got the bad emotions from it being a freaking gallows. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yell the negative, like, I don't want to die. <laughs> it's not funny. I know. It's not funny. But, I, I mean, it is kind of funny. But, I mean, yeah, it's like, been a gallows. Will you stop it? Do you see Sasquatch trying to grab me? Yeah. Dude, I That's actually... <laughs> I don't mean to, like, go off subject, but I actually heard a story, and maybe I'll say it. I don't even know. Are we ever going to do an episode on um, Sasquatch? I don't know. And if we do, I want to say it because it's so freaking hilarious and unbelievable that I don't even want to, like, ruin it if we do do an episode on it, but... (laughs) I think we should do a a co-episode on maybe cryptids. Ooh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to save it. So go ahead and save your... No, I'm going to save it. Do you want to hear it? It's so funny. Yeah, save your... No, no, (laughs) I don't know if I want to. Okay, I'll save it. It's just hilarious. It's so hilarious. You're going to die laughing when you hear it. Okay, so save your story on the... Because I think that we should do a co-episode of of Cryptids. I agree, yeah. I don't know a lot about Cryptids. That would be good. I don't either because it's never been my field of study where I like to study. Right. But I mean, the paranormal world is so big. There's so many things. Like, I want to get into vampires. I want to get into uh, skinwalkers. There's so much lore surrounding these things. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just all ghosts. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of paranormal stuff that's completely unexplainable, but I think is totally real. So. Me too. Of course, I want to believe. Me too. I want to believe I want also. To believe. I need that poster. I also need that poster. I want to have it behind me as we're recording this. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I don't necessarily maybe want to believe in aliens. Because I don't know. Maybe, you know, we could, don't know. maybe we could get a poster that just says, I want to believe. And it's more of just a paranormal poster. Right, it has all of them, like Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Bigfoot and vampires and witches and... Exactly. All that stuff on there. Yes. yes. Oh, by the way, I'm super excited for our live show. Yes, Halloween, 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 Halloween. Yes. That was my Halloween song, um, just so you know. <laughs> that's okay, it's a cool song. I totally, like it. Totally just made that up. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited about Halloween. Like I start, I've already, I've been thinking about Halloween since like April. So there, I go um, months and months and months where I think about a Halloween. Even like at Christmas time, I'm like, dang, Halloween. <laughs> like, I know, like sad. November first. It is. It is like November first. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till next Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, I know it's bad. It's a sickness. It is a sickness. Halloween a is Halloween not. Sickness. Halloween is not a day. Halloween is a lifestyle. That is I'm true. No, I love it so much. I do too. So, um, I kept this one kind of short about the Whaley House because there is so much information. Like we literally could have talked. I just kind of wanted to get because it was like it kept telling me just do the Whaley House, just do the Whaley House. But there yes. is so much information. And I tried to like compress it. Yeah. And maybe I compressed it too far, but it was, there's so much. But I, I think it was good. I liked it. And hopefully our, our viewers like it also because it was delightful. Yes. It is. And I just like, I like the house. And I find it sad that so many people died here and missed the whole family. And I, of course, I think it's less sad if it was, like, natural deaths, but a, a, a couple of them yeah. were sad, and yeah. I gotta tell you, the gallows thing really trips me out, because, like, I don't know who in their mind is gonna build a house on a site of gallows, but I guess more power to you, Thomas. Thomas Whaley. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's somebody who was not a believer until they moved into their damn house that they built yeah. on top of gallows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, that shit ain't real. I'm not that's even not worried about it. About and then, that. like, that's literally first move into the house. And yeah, you move into your house, and like your first night there, you hear footsteps and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, 
listen, I've thought of that scenario over and over again, <laughs> where, like, I'm terrified to move into a house that's super old, because I am, like, 100% certain it's going to be haunted, <laughs> so I'm probably going to move into a new house, honestly. I... <laughs> I found the most beautiful house. I was built in 1922. Yeah. I freaking love this. It's so beautiful. And I would live there. I wouldn't even care if it was haunted because that would be my damn house. Because it's so beautiful. Listen, I'm completely obsessed with Victorian houses. And I feel like if one came along that was a good price, I would totally want to live in it. No matter what. But then I'm like, maybe like if I was rich enough, I would probably just have a house built to look Victorian. <laughs> Like the exact same. Right. It, would, it wouldn't have the history. That's true, but it would be new, and there wouldn't be creepy ghosts staring at me in my face while I'm sleeping. Yeah, but do do your research on the land first. That's, that's true. what I would do. You don't want to build your house on a gallows site. That's my opinion. Right, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you do because you're well, a freak. I, I I don't know. Well, see, like the problem is, is because where I am interested in moving to is in the south and that the whole all the states in the south are That's so true. submersed in history and death and war and like i don't think that you could move to a place. yeah i don't think you could move to a place in the south Probably that did not have some kind of death that'd be cool if you lived on like an old civil war battlefield or something right you could see like ghosts walking around oh lordy oh uh, there's, a, there's a guy that we watch on youtube who actually lives on a haunted ranch it was from civil war era and um he has a lot of shit happen in his house and he records it and it's pretty cool that's awesome yeah and he calls it the ghost ranch yeah mm. and he finds like old uh he finds like old Civil War era like bullets and shit all the time, like because he has a lot of properties. So, like when he's out riding and doing his, you know, yeah. his thing, his side by side thing, he finds like a lot of cool old shit out there. That's awesome. See, that's what I would appreciate yeah, for real. Yeah, me too. Me too, because I just love the history. Yes, I love history. And I want to, like, I mean, like, we live in. Nevada, so it's, it's historical here. Yeah, it's old in West some ways, though. but I mean, I'm not right. It's new. It's new, right? Compared to like over 300 years, 400 years of history on the East Coast. Listen, this is you know the what I mean? exact reason that I'm completely obsessed with like um, the UK, especially. But like, just. They have so much more history than us over there. It's like, it blows my mind. <laughs> like, right. Seriously. Where a building could literally have existed for 2,000 years. Yeah. One castle could be over 1,000 years old. How cool is that? That's awesome. That's we have cool. nothing like that here. Yeah. The United States is very new. We're lame But then I always like trip myself out when I'm like, well, if I pick up a rock off the ground, <laughs> that rock is super old. <laughs> It's not the same, but it's true. It is true. I mean, because even though we weren't here, the land was here. Right. Yeah. For a long time. That's true. So, but anyway, I do hope that they enjoy the way they house because I really enjoyed reading about it. I wish that I could have put everything in it that I had read, but it would be like, uh, like a four part series on the way they house. That'd be insane. And we will put pictures in with the video when we edit. Yes. And it is, these pictures are awesome. It's I'm very excited to see awesome. the pictures, honestly. I can't wait. And yeah, I'll, I'll send them, I'll email them to you after we're done here, after we're done recording today. Okay. I'll email you the pictures. They're awesome. Sounds good. They're very cool. I think that is a good place to end. So. so I am going to say, please subscribe, please, and I'm begging you to subscribe, <laughs> and hit the notifications, and share, and like, and dislike, do whatever you want, just make sure you're watching our videos, because they're fantastic. That's what I'm going to say. They are pretty good, and you guys follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all of our links for those will be included in the description. As always. Um, 
feel free to follow us hit us up uh please tell us about if you have been to the Whaley house okay. and have had any experiences here we want to know we want to know all of your guys' dirty stuff we want to know about all <laughs> of your little your little experiences your occurrences we want to know about your apparition sightings we want to That's know right. we're we so- want to know if you Anything spooky has ever happened to you? Yes, and we will not think you're crazy, unlike your family. So let us know. <laughs> let us know. We won't. Follow we don't us. judge like that. Well, I judge people, but not for things like that. So. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm saying. We won't judge you for that. No, not for that. No. All right. <laughs> I think every day I, that we do a video, I alienate people. <laughs> Because I feel, I feel like sometimes I seem really like, I could, I could be mean. I'm really not mean. I just, I like to joke around a lot. <laughs> I can be mean, so watch out. I, I'm, the mean, I'm the mean sister. I'm the mean sister. Dude, you were always mean to me. Oh. <laughs> I'm partially kidding. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, I'm going to... We're gonna end this now. Tristan's gonna beat me up later, she said, so I don't want that to be on video. Oh <laughs> so, alright, I'm gonna catch y'all on the flip side. And y'all stay creepy. And make sure you subscribe. <laughs>